HR Party of One is brought to you by Burning Portal, an all-in-one HRIS that saves you time so you can foster a better place to work. In this episode, let's talk about building communication pathways. How many movies would end an hour earlier if the characters had simply communicated better? Think of the fan favorite, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. What if the main couple had admitted their real feelings earlier? Yes, we wouldn't have the blockbuster icon without the tangle of drama and misunderstandings, but hopefully your workplace doesn't have the communication issues of a 2000s era rom-com. But I'm sure you do experience your fair share of communication issues. Have you ever been interrupted in the middle of running payroll? You're in a time crunch to get it done, you have a lengthy to-do list awaiting, and someone just pops over to your desk to ask if you can order more coffee for the office. It's probably hard to keep your composure in those situations. However, what if you can prevent them from occurring by establishing clear communication guidelines within your organization? Continue watching this HR Party of One episode so that by the end, you'll learn how to eliminate those frustrations from your workplace and do your job without constant interruptions. We'll discuss what communication pathways are and what they include, why HR should define them and how to define them. Let's get started. What communication pathways are and what they include. When it comes to workplace communication, there are two things to consider, the method of communication and the reason for communication. Here are some examples of how employees may communicate with one another. In-person conversation, instant messaging on work platforms, calling or texting on cell phones, emails, team meetings, skip level meetings, performance management reviews or one-to-ones, Google document comments, written notes, certified mail, pagers, walkie-talkies, etc. Now, let's get to the reasons for communication. When employees are looking to reach out to other employees, it's important to ensure that the reason, the method of communication, and the time one reaches out all makes sense and are appropriate. For instance, an employee who has a question about a project due on Friday should not be texting the question to their boss on Wednesday night at 10 p.m. Here are a few other examples. Need a time edit for the upcoming paycheck? Leaving a sticky note on HR's desk after hours may not be the best bet. Is a critical system about to fail without timely intervention? maybe tell a supervisor immediately rather than save it for next week's one-to-one -one meeting. Someone didn't respond to an email within half an hour, probably not worth banging down the boss's door. You see how the reason, the method of communication, and the proper time to do so all play a critical role? There are proper times and reasons for emails, proper times and reasons for phone calls or texts. But what about in-person interruptions? Let's refer back to that example of the employee who interrupted you during payroll to ask about coffee. At Bernie Portal, we include a proper method of how to interrupt in person. It looks like this. Interrupt in person. This should be the last resort. When you do it, you should literally say, can I interrupt you for a minute? It should generally only be done when you've been asked for something by the person you're interrupting that is most quickly resolved with a quick conversation and or requires looking at a computer screen or other documents together. 
Within our culture guide, we outline how to go about each method of communication and recommend you do so as well so that your organization can eliminate communication hindrances and foster a more productive, effective workplace. Now, let's get into why HR should be the leader in defining and establishing communication pathways. Why should HR set standardized communication pathways? When you set a communication pathway, you create the standard by which your organization can communicate most effectively with one another. But why should you write it specifically? There are some immediate reasons that HR should be the one to do this. You maintain the culture guide or employee handbook, and this belongs in it. As a result, there's already a set understanding that this sort of information comes from you. You are in the best position to set an example and gently enforce the standards when needed. And people will look to you for questions about it. Communication pathways can positively impact your culture by setting clear expectations for employees, which can mitigate communication issues. They may also be especially useful for onboarding new employees who might struggle to adapt to the nuances of their new workplace. A smooth onboarding process sets new hires up for success from day one, which can enhance retention rates. Improving culture, onboarding processes, and retention rates are the goals of many HR professionals. So defining a communication pathway is right in your wheelhouse. Here's how to do it. How to define communication pathways. We've covered what communication pathways are and why HR should create them. Let's go over a step-by-step -step method on how to define them for your organization. Step one, gain leadership buy-in. Doing so should be easy. Start by asking a question to which you know the answer will be yes. For example, you can say, hey, don't you think it would be great if all employees received productive feedback regularly so that they can understand how to do their job most effectively? You'd likely get a resounding yes from the leadership team. A good follow-up question would then be, what if I began to devise a communication pathway for our organization so that process can be implemented? Would that be of interest to you? By having these conversations, you can easily gain leadership buy-in and begin constructing the best pathway for your workplace. Step two, write a first draft. Going off the example I provided in step one, you can start by defining the ways managers should give direct reports constructive feedback. It can be easy for feedback to sometimes slip through the cracks, so actually documenting it can help direct reports and managers recall the conversations they have week over week. These conversations that should occur in regular one-to-one -one meetings can be documented in a performance management feature like we have at Burning Portal. Within this feature, not only do managers and direct reports always have access to view the conversation history, but HR can also view all communication between managers and direct reports within the feature as well. Step three, when your first draft is complete, set a time with your leadership team to review it. I'd recommend providing everyone a printed copy along with a pen to make any necessary changes. Step four, once the leadership team is satisfied with the final draft, incorporate it into your culture guide. A communication pathway policy is naturally housed within a culture guide as it sets behavioral and cultural expectations for employees. To ensure that everyone at your company reviews it, 
you can inform employees of the updated version for them to acknowledge and sign. We use the compliance feature within Bernie Portal, which allows HR to send a notification to the company that they have a new document that needs their signature. The document will remain in the compliance feature for employees to revisit at any time. And finally, step five, follow up with managers to make sure they are utilizing the new communication pathway policy effectively. Is there a better, more productive feedback structure now? Are there less interruptions and more efficient communication overall? Make sure the communication pathways sets your organization up for success. In this episode, we've covered what communication pathways are, why you should define them, and how to begin. Communication pathways are critical to organizational success because communication is the cornerstone of both business and workplace culture. As an HR party of one, you're the one who should spearhead this project to build a better organization. But you can only commit to these kinds of projects if you have the time and energy. If you're drowning in administrative tasks that distract from the big picture, consider HR technology. An all-in-one HRIS can handle many of the most time-consuming, draining parts of your role, so you can focus on more important projects. Bernie Portal sets you up for success to better your HR role, improve your dedication to organizational leaders.